0: Hello everyone, and welcome back to another Invital Life session where we feature and connect people that are passionate adventurers, conservationists, and advocates who share the same hope on a positive vision for our planet's long-term health through actionable change. Invital Life represents and stands for a bigger purpose, serving as a global platform, a visionary drawing board for those who are ready to share their story and concern for the varying threats our planet faces. With that being said, we are joined today by a passionate and free spirit adventurer who enjoys getting lost in nature while appreciating its beauty. We have Jocelyn, who is joining us all the way from Atlanta, Georgia. Jocelyn, thank you once again so much for joining the conversation today.
1: Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I
0: think it'll be great if you could just share a little bit about yourself, if you can, Uh, maybe... Whether you have always had an appreciation for nature or was it something you sort of developed throughout time.
1: Sure, yes, so I grew up in Long Beach, New York um, and I lived right across from the ocean so I've definitely always had appreciation for the beach. Um, I moved to Atlanta in 2001, uh, which is very different from New York in the sense that there's a lot more trees here, a lot of mountains here, um, so it's definitely something to get used to, but over time I've definitely grown to love that part of Georgia. And I wouldn't say that I was always an adventurer. Um, I come from a Latino household, so maybe other Latinos can also relate, but I was always um, very sheltered growing up. Never really encouraged to do anything crazy or out of the norm so it wasn't until I went to college at Georgia State that I decided to just do something um, outside my comfort zone so I went white water rafting one time in college and ever since then I've always tried to do something new and adventurous and I even make it a tradition every year on my birthday to do something new. So whether that's like a new adventure or trying a new restaurant, um, or be in a different city even, um, I've definitely tried to push myself to do new things.
0: You said you said water rafting. I don't think I've can you make... man, I've always wanted to go. I just because I is it similar to is it it's like that it's along those lines right
1: yes okay. yeah white water rafting yeah it's um yeah it's like this big i guess inflatable boat where i don't know how many people can fit in maybe a lot of people can fit in maybe like eight or so um, and yeah, you're just going down rapidly down a river. I almost fell off. Did you- too. Oh, no. <laughs> but I did it. Um, I think some people did. I didn't get
0: hurt though, thankfully. Yeah.
1: Uh, but yeah, it's so thrilling. It's so much fun. It's
0: such an adrenaline rush though. how long, how long does it usually last for? I mean, I know you're going downstream, but like, is it does it depend? How long um, I guess, the route is or I mean like yeah how long does it usually last for
1: um it didn't feel like that long to be honest um maybe it was like 30 minutes to an hour but yeah I guess it would depend on the route that you go in um but yeah but the one that we went to um it felt like it went by super fast, yeah. like the next thing you know, it was over. <laughs> uh, but it was so much fun though, so I highly recommend it, so much fun.
0: Oh, I gotta, I for sure need to take a look into that. Um, you know, I believe that nature, you know, those types of experiences is really all surrounding the idea of a sensory experience. You know, what am I seeing, what am I hearing, feeling, smelling, etc. But, you know, we sometimes get too caught up in our reflective thoughts to notice. Um, For me, for example, I really enjoy just being out in nature. I specifically really enjoy, you know, hiking. So those moments when I'm on a trail and these trails are sometimes long, you know, especially if you're trying to summit and just go on the way top. You know, you tend to be in your thoughts like the entire time and you sort of missed opportunities where you could have, you know, seen that bird or you could have felt that tree, you know, those different types of sensory experiences. Um, So I would love to hear of a time while you were in nature where you sort of felt a deeper understanding of not only yourself, but also developing a more profound respect for protecting the beauties of nature.
1: Yes, um, so one example I had was I went up hiking to Stone Mountain, which is a very popular mountain here in Atlanta, um, and I remember just thinking, you know, I just want some time to myself because I'm an introvert, so I just crave those moments by myself, um, so I remember hiking up the mountain. I didn't want to listen to, like, any music at all. I just wanted to be, like, lost in my thoughts and really just appreciate um like the sounds of the birds and like the rustling of trees. And I went up the mountain. And for anyone that knows the mountain, there's like this really steep part. And like once you overcome that part and get all the way to the top, it just feels like you just conquered the world Um, so I remember just getting to the top and just sitting down and really just looking at the view and just thinking like this is just so gorgeous like this is God's creation and it's our duties here to really protect um, our environment and that really brought some um, awareness to me. Um, I remember. And another instance that I had that feeling was when I went to Costa Rica, actually. Um, last year I took a vacation there and I went zipline, which is on my bucket list for like the longest time. And ziplining through like the top of like the jungle in Costa Rica, oh, wow. I, it was just the most serene moment in my life it's just me and nature no one else i did not see (laughs) anyone else it's just me zooming through well it it wasn't even going that fast it was slow enough that i could like appreciate like wow this is so amazing and costa rica i feel like does an amazing job at um sustainable like ecotourism so i was learning all of that like while i was there and thinking wow like this is the beautiful world that we live in and no matter where you go, whether you're just traveling to a different country, you were, or even in your local city, like it's our duties to protect it because it's it, it affects our health, it affects everything. It's our duties here on this earth to really um, protect where we live and where we travel to as well. That's
0: oh, I, I absolutely agree with you, and that's a great segue to our next question. But first, I just want to share. Um, An experience of mine as well so I mentioned that I really enjoy hiking and when I first got into it um, it's when I was back home and back home uh, we don't really have uh, yeah maps you know we can't just bring out a map and you know we'll know where to go it's sort of like you need to know the land so basically Uh that's where I sort of developed this really deep respect and appreciation for understanding the land and being able to know how it can benefit you because I mean if you don't have a sense of direction you know you turn to the elements to sort of be your guiding you know your guiding lights and to get to to get you to where you need to go so we went hiking I was with my cousin and we were literally in the jungle like we were literally lost And because this was a new trail that we never, neither of us have been on. And so we just wanted to, you know, try try our look at it. Um, We got lost, we were lost for maybe a couple of hours and, you know, we were like, okay, we need to figure something out. So, you know, we were turning to the elements. We were turning to like, okay, where's the sun at? Uh, We were turning to like, okay, maybe there are certain landmarks that we can use as well to sort of see where we're coming coming from and see how to get back but we ended up at this most breathtaking waterfall like i don't don't even know it even existed and i've i've lived you know like in that area for the longest time and i visited that area like quite frequently and i was just surprised that we never came across it and so when we did we were just both in shock because it was so huge like enormous like oh yeah you know you know when you see something you're like wow you're just in shock and so you know it's just those moments of gratitude and just appreciation for what nature really presents to you sometimes you know it leaves you at awe, but you know that it's a great segue to my question of what role do you feel individuals like you and I play in sort of advocating for the protection of the environment
1: yeah i mean i feel like we all have a role to play even if we feel like um it's small um i mean if we want to be out and about and experiencing nature the way that you and i do Mm -hmm. and um then i feel like it's you know our duties to protect it and part of that comes with just educating ourselves of what's going on in the environment or even in our local communities where people go and explore nature. Um, Like, for example, there's a river here in Atlanta called the Chattahoochee River. It actually goes through all of Georgia. Um, A small part of it goes through Atlanta, Um, and there's so many trails around there. People go there recreationally. Um, The river is a very popular place to go. but I don't know if many people know this, but the river also supplies 70% of Atlanta's drinking water. So if we're not protecting it, we're harming the drinking water that we potentially, um, you know, that we drink. So it's our responsibility to not only educate ourselves about, you know, the places that we go recreationally, but how it affects us. And I think once we gain that knowledge, Uh, we have a better understanding of like wow maybe I should be doing my part or maybe when I go to the river I need to make sure that I don't leave any water bottles behind or any trash behind or make sure I don't disrupt nature in that sense. So I think that's an important part of it is that each one of us should know that how the places that we live around us affect us and affect our health and once we know that I feel like we should be taking actionable steps to make sure that we protect um, nature in that sense
0: that's such a great answer the way i see it right is that collective action is indispensable to not only require individual agendas pushing and insisting behavioral change you know so being cautious of how we impact the environment you know so different initiatives that we can take our on our own self um, but also in combination with sort of navigating the talks through political aspirations such as policy reformations. I mean, I'm not sure what the state is currently doing, but I think just stressing the importance on the latter to concentrate on, you know, these actual entities, you know, these big fossil fuel giants literally causing climate change to become exacerbated. It is essential to combine both in my opinion because if you concentrate on say individual advocacy or yeah just that whole realm on climate change and pressures of personal responsibility it obscures the culpability of these big corporations or you know these fossil fuel giants that literally fuel and intensify climate change through their actions so Yes, it all starts with individual responsibility for the environmental consequences of our daily routines, activities, and lifestyles. But when we control those things, it places and empowers us, the individual, to take control of broader, you know, um, systemic concepts surrounding the climate discussion. And, you know, I think it's just, I think it was great that you mentioned what you brought up because... It shows that education does play a pivotal role in sort of serving as that leading force you know because if you're educated and you know what's actually happening you know not only in your community but throughout the world then you sort of have this bigger sense of responsibility to be that leading voice what do you think about that
1: yes definitely agree um and like back to the, the example with the river, there's sewage spills that happen often. Um, and there are clean water laws in Georgia that find those big corporations that are responsible for that. So I definitely feel like pushing for legislation is just as important, like you said um, not only should us individuals should be doing our part, but I mean, these corporations and our our government also has the power to create change as well. And if we as citizens, um, we have our voice and we say, hey, you know, this can affect the, my drinking water or, you know, this can have a really bad impact on my health. And I feel like we should all be, you know, pushing towards Um, having this legislation passed that can protect all of us absolutely
0: and i know that you are currently in atlanta georgia and i couldn't help myself i mean i looked up some things that the state and city have ongoing and i was really i was really surprised i mean they have the sustainability plan for the city of atlanta and i kind of stumbled through the guiding principles Um, i'm trying to remember I believe it was part of the yeah, the sustainability plan and it was something the city had developed. I'm just trying to remember the bullet points that they brought up. I know one was regarding land quality, so basically preserving and maintaining, you know, the natural lands and the green spaces because Atlanta's a, a booming city, so it's a combination of green spaces and buildings. So I thought that was really interesting. And then I also remember seeing I believe it was air I think it was air quality air quality and you know I'm pretty sure it concentrates on protecting the health of its citizens so I think that you know the city of Atlanta is really doing a great job I hope you know they are enforcing it diligently I'm not sure if you are you know um, aware of the guiding principles or just the sustainability plan in general pretty sure you are so what do you think about that whole
1: yeah yeah no i mean i yeah from what i've read that atlanta's doing i do feel like they are you know doing their part and i feel like there's there's always going to be environmental issues that come up it's not something that you know you make a lot oh it goes away you know that's not really how it works i feel like it has to be ongoing and i mean new environmental issues may come up hopefully not but um yeah i feel like as long as um we as citizens continue to um say that hey you know this is important to us and i feel like our i would hope that our city would also have our back and also want us to um live in a very healthy environment and also want to protect our environment because you know this is our home
0: exactly so if if there were any advice you can give to someone who sort of shares the same passion and is a free spirit adventurer like yourself who is also going in the direction of wanting to do their part to protect the environment i mean what advice would you give them
1: um i would think i think i would go back to educating yourself first because i feel like How can we be the part of the solution if we don't know what the problem is? So I feel like if it's anything like, let's say I like to go hiking, which I do, I like to go to trails. Okay, so I want to educate myself, okay, how can I enjoy these trails um, safely and how can I make sure that I don't leave a negative impact on the environment? Um, so s- something like that, um, like if I go hiking, oh, if maybe I should take, um, an extra trash bag and if I see something, you know, I should pick it up. And I know that's something that I want to work on more for myself as well. Or if you, if you want to go to a particular state park, okay, let me make sure what the trails look like and make me make sure that I stay on the trail. Because when you go off trail, that actually can cause damage to vegetation and can cause erosion over time so making sure that I'm aware of all these things Um, and if I want to go on on an adventure making sure that I know like how I can best protect the environment and still enjoy it at the same time so that's something that I would encourage anyone to do especially at adventurers like you and I just making sure that we're Mm -hmm. doing our part and you know obviously we want to go have fun but we also want to make sure that we're not leaving like a negative footprint
0: exactly because to be honest we are at the front lines i mean we are the ones seeking adventure so we are the ones out there we are seeing what's happening to environment and we don't want to see that i mean for me you know when i do go hiking or if i do go to the beach i mean you see you know people littering you know just the pollution in general i mean you know you're just gonna you would want to feel that responsibility to pick it up or if you see someone doing something that's potentially harmful to an environment, you you know, uh, I mean, it all starts with education, educating yourself, because, you know, we are, we are at the front lines. So we need to be educated on the issues so we can have these, these inspirations to empower others around us to take control as well. I really enjoyed this conversation. I mean, I feel like you brought so much insight in terms of just adventurers in general. So for that, Jocelyn, I am extremely thankful.
1: Thank you so much. I honestly really love what you're doing and um, thank you for having me as a part of it.
0: Yeah, so I'm pretty excited and I know you have some adventures that you have on Instagram. So (laughs) we will link that so you can have more of a support group towards your new mini series. So we'll, we'll link that down in our description for sure. Thank you. <laughs> All right. You, you have a great one, Jocelyn.